I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Drummer Daily Podcast, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. Go to my website at danielhadaway.com. Hey there, we are back once again. Thanks for listening to Drummer Daily. I'm Daniel, and I'm happy to talk to you. Um, Before I get started, um, I'm sitting on my living room couch, and my dog, Jean Ralphio, the mini Australian Shepherd, is fast asleep sitting right underneath my feet, and he is snoring uh, pretty loud. I don't think the mic's going to pick it up. But it appears that he's also dreaming. He's doing a little dog twitching of his paws, like you know he might be chasing a rabbit in his uh, in his dreams. Uh, so if for some reason you hear a random scuffle and then a bark in the middle of the podcast, um, it's my dog having a dream. <laughs> so thought I'd just get that out of the way in the front end. Okay, so um, today I want to talk to you a little bit more about drum muffling. Now, we've talked about this uh, in a past episode, so um, if, you're, if you'd like to hear more about uh, drum muffling and some ideas and thoughts, uh, look back to the podcast archives. Um, it's in there, um, uh, early, earlier episode. Um, but today, I, there's one other thing that I, that I, uh, I noticed um, this, this weekend, and I think I noticed it, uh, I was doing, I'll tell you about something else I did, couple weeks ago that I noticed this as well. Um, but it's this, uh, specifically about muffling. What I've, what I've seen a lot of guys do is they overdo it a little bit on the drum muffling. And, uh, in, in, let me tell you why this, this matters. So let me, let me tell you the story I was going to tell you. So a couple weeks ago I was in Austin, Texas, and I was hanging out with my friend Rami who uh, has ANF drums, which of course you know if you've heard me talk at all. You know I love their drums. That's the company that I have a relationship with, and they are—they just have literally just the most fantastic drums um, that I've ever played. Uh, they're just ridiculous. So I was hanging out with Rami, and uh, we were uh, shooting some videos for them to put on social media. And I was checking out some new snare drums and some things they have, some things they're working on, some really cool, exciting things. Uh, but uh, he had, uh, when we got to the studio to do these videos, he had a bunch of snare drums uh, from ANF, and a couple of them I'd played before, and a few I had not. Um, but what I noticed with almost all of them was that they were a little less muffled than what I would have expected or what I'm used to hearing. But I kind of went with it. And then after the mix was done, uh, 
I realized that it sounded great and they weren't ringing. It wasn't obnoxious. It sounded really nice. Um, and so that's kind of story one. Story two is I actually, so I have A&F drums and I have, um, I have a brass snare drum. Uh, I think it's five by 14. So, um, pretty standard size snare drums go. But anyway, um, the cool thing about AF drums that I've learned is that the a the, the overtones the rings that the, the ring that comes out when the drum is tuned correctly is really pleasing and nice, but also um, specifically on AF drums they have single flanged hoops. So um, maybe I'll talk about the difference between hoops at some point in the future. Another episode, make a note of all these things. I keep having ideas for podcast episodes while I'm doing a podcast episode. Uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, the cool thing about ANF drums, about the, the single flange hoops, is that something about the quality of that makes where um, the, you know, right in the middle of a drum, when you hit a drum dead center, there's not as much ring as if you hit it just a little bit off center. The more you go towards the edge of the drum when you hit it, the more ring you get. Well, um, ANF drums, for lack of a better term, snare drums are very unforgiving uh, as far as the amount of play you have in the middle of the head to get out of center and still get that, that kind of dead, less ringy tone. There's a, you pretty much have to hit it dead center, maybe uh, the size of a half dollar uh, or maybe a quarter, probably somewhere between those two, um, right in the middle of the drum. That's about the area you have to hit the drum to get it to stay dry-ish sounding. Um, but so if you're an undisciplined drummer and really sloppy uh, it can be, it takes some adjustment to get used to, to to playing that. But for me, what I've learned to do and what I do when I play is I actually kind of play with that ring that I get naturally. And uh, so if I hit it dead center, I get that dead sound. Then if I move it just a little off center, move the stick a little off center, I get a ring. But what's really cool is that in context, two things. A, the amount of ring that you hear on a snare drum when you're playing it by itself, <coughs> excuse me, is is always a little more than what you are going to hear when you're playing it in context with, with the full drum kit. You're not going to hear as much ring. It kind of, kind of goes away. It doesn't get perceived by the listener or by you when you're playing the drum with kick, snare, hi-hat, toms, all the other stuff that goes on with the drum kit. Uh, so you're not going to hear as much. Um, the second thing is... Um, you know, obviously when a band comes in, it's even, it's even, it's even, you know, less apparent that more of it is masked. But what I've learned is that, um, is that in general, once things get mixed or things get in context, you're not going to hear near as much ring as, um, you're not going to hear near as much ring as, as you, as you think you would. Uh, so, um, and what happens is if you over muffle a drum, a lot of times you're going to lose the volume or the, there's a lot of edge and, and uh, attack, crispness, depending on what drum you're playing. There's a lot that you lose by muffling other than just overtones and ring. You're losing other characteristics of the drums. Um, and so you don't want to overdo it on muffling. And I think my point of this episode is saying you should muffle your drum a little less than what you think you want. Um, the other cool thing about having the ring available to you is, uh, as long as you tune the drum properly, that ring is not just annoying. Uh, you can use the ring as almost like what happens. I've learned is that when you, if, if you, 
are playing the snare right in the middle and you have that dry sound. And then on a big accent hit, like a big, like epic song doing big snare hits, you know, like big eighties, you know, reverbed out snare hitting that a little bit of ring with the snare hit gives it a the people perceive that as reverb. They perceive it as being a bigger, louder, um, more reverberating sound that it, it sound like you're changing the, the 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 size of the room when you hit that that ringy sound, and I don't mean hitting the edge on the edge. You're not playing a reggae song. You're not, I don't mean like banging on the, the rim of the drum, basically right on the edge of the head. I mean playing just barely off center, where you get a little more ring than you were for most of the song. Those accents all of a sudden sound like they have this massive reverb on them, and the sound guy hasn't done anything. You're playing the same drum; he hasn't touched a thing, but you're 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 playing with the perception of the dynamics, not just the actual dynamics of how loud you're playing. Um, so you can use that, but the problem is if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't have, if you've muffled the drum so much that that ring will never come out, you don't have that option. Basically, basically by muffling the drum, you're limiting your options. Uh, it can be easier sometimes to play with that muffling if you're doing something in the studio, for example, where you know you need this one consistent sound, and any inconsistency is going to be picked up and. Uh, maybe you don't have the, the discipline or the hand control to really stick in one spot, it's great to muffle because you need that consistent sound. But when you're playing live, you don't want to limit your options uh, and your creativity. At least I don't. Uh, so uh, I like to muffle my drums a little less. So I've learned with these drums uh, the amount of muffling that I've used. It's actually better to, to, to not overdo it with the muffling, try to limit myself a little bit. Um, so try that out. Try it out the next time you, you have a, a chance to practice with your band or uh, play at church or whatever it is, just for a little bit. Maybe take one of those moon gels off or take that uh, take that big fat snare drum off and put something else, you know, a little, little more uh, subtle on there. And then once you play with the music, you get it in context with everything, see how it sounds. Because it really can be... Uh, can be an amazing thing to to discover how your drums truly sound when they're kind of allowed to speak how they're meant to be speak how they're meant to be spoken that's not right they're allowed to speak how they're meant to speak there you go whatever all right i need some coffee because apparently i'm running low on the brain power so i will talk to you again tomorrow bye hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.